Let me tell you who I am. I'm a lot of things. First and foremost, I'm a daughter of the Most High God, whom I thank daily for his saving grace. I'm also the only child to earthly parents who now rest in the arms of Jesus. I'm a wife, a mother of three sons, a BFF, a daughter-in-law, a sister-in-law, a niece, a cousin, a confidant, and a modified extension of other lives who God has providentially placed me within. Now, let me tell you my name. I'm Tori Wise Winters McCollum, a published columnist, editor, poet, and writer, and now it would seem a podcast host. Who would have thought? Satanic influences would have me believe I'm unworthy, too sinful to do this, inadequate for the task, and I am in part akin to the Apostle Paul, the chief of sinners. But I'm also justified in my Savior's work at Calvary. And according to Romans chapter 8, verse 1, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And because of that promise, he who has performed a good work in me will continue to do so until he comes again. With a proclamation that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, my objective in this endeavor is to share this devotional, a written tome that I thought I'd compile, complete, and circulate by way of publishing with my beloved phenomenal mother. And well, that's what I get for thinking because God changed all of that (laughs) and without my permission, no less. And mind you, he certainly didn't need it. He's sovereign like that. We plan (laughs) and he laughs. But as the old canticle refrain proclaims, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus and I've learned to trust in God. Because my husband somewhat convinced me that nobody reads books anymore, hardly true. And I made him understand that by the emphatic tone in my voice when I said, nah, uh, that's not true. (laughs) After all, who doesn't love to curl up with a good book? Why, I've been known to read four at a time with copious note-taking in the margins. I wake up reading, I go to bed reading, and on Saturdays, if, and that's a big if, I can read all day, I certainly do. I love words and their definitions. I can't tell you how many times my sons have left the homestead and returned to find me in the exact spot with my books. Mom, seriously, you're still right where I left you. However, what can't be done, I tried it and it doesn't work, (laughs) is reading while getting after your workout as we present our bodies as living sacrifices. And guess what that means? Exercise to some degree, doesn't it? Nor can reading a book be done while on a nice drive, unless you're the passenger, and even that's marginal because if you're like me, you start talking to the driver and no reading gets done. Or while taking a stroll to a neighboring park. But watch this. The beauty of a podcast is, if I'm doing the reading and you're doing the listening, of course, when your diligence schedule permits, then it's a win-win, and I'm meeting my writing goal by presenting our devotional to the masses. I hope Mommy's proud. Now, just a few housekeeping entities I need to provide, and then I'll bid you a good day. Well, until tomorrow, that is, which I hope you'll tune in. I entitled this devotional 42 Weeks, and it will be presented conversationally and perpetually. Perpetual, meaning that the subject matter can be read or, in your case, listened to day after day or year after year and still be applicable and everlasting. Isn't that what God said he is to us, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore? He never changes. He's consistent and constant. The title, 42 Weeks, comes into fruition as relates to pregnancy and is dedicated to my second-born son, Levante. For those of us who are mothers and fathers too, 
a full-term human pregnancy, watch that word, emphasis on human, because there are other types of pregnancies, yes? A full-term human pregnancy can have a 38 to 42 week gestational period. So it can actually range from nine months to nine months and six days. A baby born before 37 weeks is considered premature. Some people say premature which my firstborn was threatening to be at week 32 and to bed I went for six weeks. But when relating this to Levante, his gestational cycle was almost 43 weeks. 43 weeks that little boy had become quite comfortable (laughs) in his free heated jacuzzi and all-you-can-eat buffet provided by his mother. I was a big somebody. And he decided he didn't want to see the world as fast as I needed him to. And so at my 42nd week, nine months and 20 days, an induction was performed, and he was considered post-mature, hence the name of the devotional, 42 weeks. My third son was born on time at 38 weeks, thank God, (laughs) the day after his Nima Coco's birthday, mommy's grandmotherly name, and he was my heaviest baby. Your mantra, and mine too, should we choose to accept it, is to become pregnant with the word of God. That is to declare we will be abundant or teeming, T-E-E-M-I-N-G, because that's what pregnancy really means. To be pregnant means to be abundant, teeming, fertile, but we'll be all of that in God's word, which will ultimately result in a full-on delivery from whatever circumstance you may be dealing with to your glorious destined location. And to my male listeners, you can be pregnant too. (laughs) My prayer is that I'll also be able to present every day 42 weeks worth of content. God knows the desires of my heart. I trust him to provide. Each day will commence with a scripture passage, the body of our message, our meaning mommy and me, and culminate with prayer inclusive of my hero, my esteemed and fervent father's benediction that he prayed after every worship service, taken from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26. I gotta include him, as my writing also came from his expertise. Furthermore, let me give deference to those who invested in my life, for without whom this project would have no legs. My omniscient, omnipotent, and sovereign God who made me relevant, according to Psalm 139, verse 14. When it was declared, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm enough. And who granted me the gift of words to be used for his glory. My extraordinary parents, Timothy J. and Betty J. Winters, for inculcating the word of God in their loving and disciplinary deeds. Although the discipline didn't always feel so loving at the time, there will never be another like them. They were one of a kind, and I truly believe God broke the mold when he created them. My husband and my sons, who are my biggest fans, and my off-the-cuff remarks with love. With love, Mom, with love. (laughs) They are my best critics. My only remaining maternal 88-year-old aunt, Dorothy J. Wise, who's lovingly known as Grammy to my boys. Rosalind, Roberta, my Five for Life BFF crew, Trudy, my ATR, Henrietta, who I affectionately call by her last name, Belita, my big sis, who gifted me my first writing pen set for my eventual book signing. But look at God, big sis, we're podcasting now. I also call her by her last name. It's what I do. And Millicent, who I nicknamed Million, 
she's the sister who has kept me from jumping off some ledges. I make the fifth person. Did you catch that simple math equation? Not always my strong suit, <laughs> but together we are five for life. These women who range in multifarious creativity, grace, independence, and genealogical age have been my buttress, my cinnabon, and have known me over the course of my life as a little girl, a teenager, those tumultuous high school years, college era, young adulthood, and now who I am today. They were all with me when each of my parents transitioned from this earthly life to their mansions in the sky, 17 months and four days apart. They've loved me unconditionally, prayed for me constantly, and allowed me to be me with no judgment. They are my ride-or-die heartbeats. My bonus mama, Glenda J. Hawkins, who called me her daughter before she had children of her own, who's been a mainstay in my life for as long as I can remember, and through the plethora of her military geographical locations, has still remained the loving entity in my life. She keeps it real, tells you what she wants you to know, and does it all with love, always on fire for our God. My two mama, spelled T-O-O, the synonym for also, Verlene Anderson, who also <laughs> loved me without conditions and allowed me to be her daughter too, in a home where there was none. Her indelible spirit has been a force to be reckoned with. She taught me how to raise male children long before I knew I'd be having any of my own and opened her home to me on any occasion where I was fed with amazing culinary delights. All the barbecue and homemade cinnamon rolls, macaroni and cheese, potato salad, and homemade dinner rolls my little stomach could hold, and the fruits of the spirit. We'd often bake together during the Christmas season too. And my little stomach wasn't so little anymore because those cinnamon rolls and Christmas treats pulled me through quite a few late night college assignments. Oh, and I cut my swimming teeth in her 10-foot deep backyard pool. My second grade Sunday school teacher, Aunt Clarice C. Armstrong. Clarice is her first name, but she permitted my mother to call her Reese. And I just combined her birth name and mommy's nickname and came up with Clarice. She reiterated the plan of salvation from John 3.16 and Romans 10.9 so my scary brain could understand it. My baseball sugar mamas, Melissa, Melodia, Amanda, Marcy, Patty Cakes, and Kristen, y'all are some amazing mothers who gave birth to gifted sons that bring a whole new positive ball and attitude to the sport. Ashley and Nolly, whose precious baby boy's photo jazzes up my podcast cover. This also is Melissa's third grandchild. The fourth is on the way. Go, million, go! <laughs> My Devo girls, Erica Bennett and Vanessa Kirks, the entire Baby Baptist Church family in sunny San Diego, California, my place of worship for nearly 40 years while my parents were in ministry. The Tolson family, the Lavette family, John Calaboda, the Moore family, Hudsona family, the Simpson family, Pastor Tony and Lene, my lyrical bard Johnson, go ye babies, keep ye ying. Rhonda Beard, who saw me several years ago at a writer's conference her place of employee was hosting, and gently she asked me, T, when can I expect to see you on the bookshelves? Well, Rhonda May, here I am, but on a different platform of sorts. Rachelle Brown, whose last name now is Collins. We accepted Christ together in the summer of 1978 at Bayview's Vacation Bible School on Skyline Drive and were baptized the following Sunday. Joyce Henderson, Ola Hosley, Natasha Hood, Deborah Roy, the superlative seamstress who stitches with a spectacular smile. 
my Dr. Pat O. Everybody calls her O because no one can say her beautiful African last name. Mommy would often greet her, hey O. Superwoman AJ, she indeed is a superwoman. Pat Dunn, Evelyn B, PJ, Teresa Taylor, pastor of Next Steps Ministry at the Rock Church of Temecula Valley, who provided me with my title and didn't even know it. (laughs) I love how the Holy Spirit gets busy that way. I have just a few more because I was taught that the only people you should be in debt to are the ones who have helped you. And the other engaging thing about a podcast is I can account for as many names as necessary and you don't have to read them. My beloved Texas pastor, Dr. Billy L. Bell Sr., who never ceases to amaze me as he sends me inspirational affirmations every day, including the weekends via text and his wife, Lady Sarah. Dr. Vincent Jones and Lady Donna, whose ministry is located in Bakersfield, California. Jerry McCollum Deal, Robert and Charlotte. Jay, my Melanie, who's an exceptional songstress that can sing the horns off a billy goat. I mean, she knows how to use a microphone. Greta LaGale Bennett. That's right, girl. I called you by your full government name. (laughs) Greta asked that we counsel and pray with one another every third Tuesday. It's been such a blessing. We do it every Tuesday of each month. I'm sorry, not every Tuesday, every third Tuesday of each month and provided me this extraordinary idea, a platform that she utilizes brilliantly in her caretaking as a ministry podcast. Check her out when you have a chance. I love you, girl. Thank you for the counsel and the inspiration. And my forever writing chick, Lavender Cedric, who showcased several of my articles in her manuscripts and constantly asked me whenever we spoke, what have you written lately? You talk about a sister holding your feet to the fire, metaphorically pushing you up against the wall with her arm pinned underneath your throat where your chin kind of falls over. (laughs) That's Lavender. Thank you, baby, for holding me accountable. Now, listen, if I didn't call your name, which usually happens when there is a list, someone doesn't get mentioned and feels that they should have been, please don't be offended. If you and I have ever had a meaningful, heartfelt conversation in person, telephone, email, text, Zoom, FaceTime, Facebook, we've shared a meal together. Did I cover them all where you genuinely care about me and I care about you? Then you're on my litany of Me Too's. Just shout at me the next time you see me. Hey, Me Too, Tori. I hear you. I promise you're a part of my community, too. We do life together, and I'm grateful for you. Always, and for my listeners who I may never meet on this side, I know of a place where we will. I look forward to sharing this time with each of you who tune in. Let's get after it tomorrow, God willing. Let's pray. Eternal God, my Father and Sovereign Lord, my Savior and my Redeemer, how I thank you for another opportunity to get it right. Thank you for these, your children, who are called by your name, who love and adore you. I pray for them and the many listeners that you will provide who will tune in each day. You are Jehovah Jireh. I pray that your word will not return to you void, but accomplish what you please, that it would be magnified and your kingdom glorified. Permit this project to bring honor to you despite the naysayers, and then let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, it's in the matchless name of Jesus I do humbly pray with forgiveness of sins, joy, thanksgiving, and love in my heart. Amen and thank God.
and thank you for your favor is the prayer. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.